It's a long week, wasn't it? Yeah. How was your second week of school? <laughs> uh, it's going okay. Probably. Hopefully. Probably. Uh, you like the new uh, formats? Sure. <clears throat> I'm like working on project. Yeah. Monday I, through Friday working yeah, on that's, project. Well, that's like with ensembles, like, I don't know. Here's the tunes Play, we're going to work playing on. Playing through and like music. The general concepts and things, and I'll get to all of them all the time and whatever. And mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. I uh, kind of figured out Canvas, I think. Well, you're, yeah, you're, you're behind. Do you know what Canva is? Yeah, dude. Do you use it? Yeah, I've used Canva longer than I've used Canvas. <laughs> do we do we get a free access to the pro version? No. Okay. I don't think so. Because I just dis- – I mean, I knew about it, but now I'm like, ooh. Cause yeah, like I'm now I'm like, I wish I had more things to make posters for and like yeah. brochures. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. Fancy Instagram posts. That I'm going to tell just me. I'm, I'm no j- one else will ever hear no, this, but just yeah, me. So, so on I, microphone. Hey, listen, recording. listen, listen, guys. Yeah. No, um, start another podcast, man. Cool. There's no talking. Yeah. It's just ambient music for an hour. So, oh, okay. I thought you were but I'm putting it out in podcast form. Silent. So it's Echoes in the Welk House, but in podcast form. Okay. Does that sound like a good idea? Because I th- I think it's weird. Yeah. But like, where else would you listen to an hour long thing? Just listen to an album. But no, no, it's like one evolving one piece. Okay, well then just put it out that way. But that would cost money. How does what? <laughs> because this is in podcast form where everybody can just get a podcast and like get the new music every time it comes out, which oh, is going to be weekly. Oh yeah, it's not the worst idea. It's an hour long. Yeah. Not the worst idea. Yeah. Actually, cool. that that what I, who I talked about last week, Andy Othling, uh-huh. he's like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, wait, ambient music podcast? Let me see if these things are real. If you're just making, like, this is a new thing. And yeah. looked it up, and it's like, no, it's just people. There's like, hey, guys, this is blah, 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 blah. See you later. Yeah. And then there's like an hour long of just huh. ambient music. There's another one that just, like, goes between different things, like okay. they're little tracks. But yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'll just do an hour. But it takes me an hour to make. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I thought I thought at first when you were like You're gonna talk about the other thing. There's no talking. There's no say it was like a <laughs> it's silent. just silence. But do you know so There we, were bands that did that. Well Wolfpack was like the most famous one that did that. Yeah. They did a silent album on Spotify to yeah. like jack up B- their, boost their numbers. Yeah. Just put and, it on one And get paid and stuff too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then then they Spotify got found it. Trouble. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, they didn't get in trouble. No, they just but got like caught. they were like, like you, you can't do take that. that down. Yeah, because basically people would just like play it forever yeah. like they mm-hmm. would just put it on like oh i'm gonna put it on my phone while i go to bed so mm-hmm. it loops for where this all night you can and it's actually something except sometimes so, they come out really haunting do you want people to fall asleep to your music is that what type of music you want to it's create? more about like well i don't know because it's ambient music right? right so it's it's background music it's what was what was uh wc was calling it like furniture music Oh, or is that, I don't know. it's one of those French composers sure. from the r- romantic period. Uh-huh. Um, it, there's no melody. Uh-huh. It's super random. And when I mean it's super, like it's 100% random. Yeah. Like nothing is, it's, it's programmed as well. There's no guitar. It's just like the computer's making well, it. But I'm, in his case, it was more like programmatic too. Like it was more about the mood and yeah the specific story or whatever he was telling but like just like the sea you could you could listen to it and be like oh that was kind of cool but it's like it's not it's weird i don't know yeah go check it out there's one episode up cool well by the time this comes out there might be like three yeah so speaking of debussy's la mer or the sea yeah 
Uh, I'm going to talk about Starkiller. When I was on, when I was in college, we went to Eastman. It was my yep. only time there, and we were in like their library because they have a really extensive music library. Mm-hmm. And they also have like a lot of like really cool stuff in their archives, including like a handwritten portion or all of I don't remember at this point of WC's La Mer. And they're like, yeah, you can look at it in this like sealed box or whatever. And then I remember the room that we were in where they have like all the really cool old expensive stuff they're like yeah so here's the thing if there's ever a fire um all the air just gets sucked out of this room and we shoot a bunch of nitrogen in here so like don't ever be in here if there's a fire (laughs) so kind of like that room in tenant yeah like exactly like that so you if you want to steal the music you have to yeah do a whole bunch of stuff yeah you like tenant i like that yeah i do like Tenet. did you watch it a third time i haven't watched it a second time subtitle subtitle i need to watch it a second time with the subtitles on though all right so let's get to our song my song your song um the band is called bear ghost cool the song is called star killer yep and the album is called blaster piece yes is it a concept album i'm gonna say no okay because i know what this song is about okay do you know what the song is about? Uh, no. I do you have guess, any idea? If I had to guess, yep. Star Killer. Okay. So there was Star Killer bass okay. from uh, uh, the J.J. Abrams. What was it? Star Wars and the Four Jamaicans. <laughs> the Four Jamaicans. <laughs> yes. Star Wars and the Force Awakens. There's Star yep. Killer bass in there. Okay. This also, came out five years ago. Wasn't Luke Skywalker's what was his original last name? It wasn't Star- Skywalker, it was Starkiller, Star- right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I want I wish that you didn't know. <laughs> I wish I wasn't a giant nerd. I, 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 so this 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 whole song is about Star Wars. Oh, cool. So it um, sounds very concepty. So oh, yeah, maybe yeah. just the song is, but I, I assume it totally I didn't totally. listen to anything else, so I assumed maybe like the whole album kind of was. Uh also yeah. the song the beginning of the song had me thinking it was gonna be one thing, and then it's not and it doesn't like totally flip but it just was like a bit different than i thought it was going to be okay that was gonna be a lot heavier no i i would describe this band as like theatrical oh for sure i got mcr and (laughs) yes coheed vibes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, totally which it's funny there's another band that i want to play on here yeah just letting you know (laughs) there's another band i want to play on here that also gives me my chemical romance and coheed vibes but in a different way yeah it's it's my chemical romance and no, no, no. My Chemical Coheed. No, no, no. There's a different band, though. And but they give me they Mance. give me a vibe of it, of like, from a musical perspective. These guys give it to me from a theme and... Concept. Concept and production and yeah. that kind of thing. So. Gotcha. Anyway, we should listen to it so yeah, people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally about Star Wars. pretty uh, uh simple right yeah no very complex here's the thing <laughs> yeah. upon second listening now yeah. because i know what it's what the rest of it's going to sound like mm-hmm. that doesn't sa- that sounds i mean not that i didn't think it fit mm-hmm. but i the first time i listened to it i was expecting it was jarring uh, not jarring but i just was expecting uh more like harsher vocals and oh, okay. other stuff but now that i'm hearing it i'm like no uh, this okay. i i right. hear exactly where this is so going. the first time you heard it you thought it was gonna be like not right. quite that much but okay. like rougher but not 
the other part. Not so, what happens. So yeah, there's like the intro, very complex. Like just like yeah. let's rip, let's rip it on the guitar. Then we get, um, I would say early Coheed mm-hmm. feel with the with the backing vocals. Yeah. Which you can totally see yeah. a group of girls just like. Well, and it also duet like 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 uh, old nineteen fifties like, mm-hmm. but like updated. Yeah. Do you have you ever listened to Big D and the Kids Table? Yeah. So I know those they have the, the doped so up good. dollies. Yeah, yeah. Like backup singers mm-hmm. and stuff. It straight up. Yeah. Like if you it, like, there was part of it was like, is this like a Big D like Big D <laughs> turns into band? like a prog rock band or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like know anything about this band because okay. there's like nothing to know. They're Fair just enough. like they're from Arizona and they're like five years ago they released this record, and people took notice. Okay. And then, that's and, it. and then they never re- well they did they they've released but like they must have taken a break or something yeah. anyway so here's uh, I'll I'll do like the first stanza and then I'll read it and then you'll be like which like feels Halloweeny yeah. And scary yeah horror pop yes. weird chord jumping right like it's not like just seconds and thirds okay i'm gonna stop here all right so i've been watching you for quite a while now it's getting all too hard to bite my tongue i know you've caught my gaze and you've tried to look away but i think it's time we had a little fun so it's it's right there you is don't. that from like ben kenobi's perspective no i think it's from uh, uh palpatine oh okay I think this whole song is like written from Palpatine's perspective. It's like, I know you find my aura so seduct or so seductive. Mm-hmm. You're running from each and every day. Your lovers got no clue, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Padme. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you want, but oh, I do, and I'll show you uh, if you promise that you'll stay. And then it says, "Open wide your dark side." Oh, okay. So- So I never looked at the lyrics mm-hmm. and I'm that, that part, there's two parts that like scream it out that are like, it's about star Wars besides the star killer, mm-hmm. uh, title, um, that dark side. It's like, wait, maybe it is because mm-hmm. there's a part that comes out in the bridge, which you're like, Oh, totally. <laughs> um, so here's the, the chorus. It's like, Hey Annie, uh, won't you mosey on down from the light? Mm. So it's like, Hey Anakin. Why don't you come to the dark side? Right. Right. We will walk the sky, Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't resist. Just give in. Stop. There's so many little things. Yeah. Like the, if you if you know this like the boring conversations. Like I'm just like I don't know if 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 it's actually like dialogue from the movie. Mm-hmm. If if Anakin has actually said like it's like the because he's complaining that people talk too much and not enough action. Right. Prequels. Yeah. It's like there's boring conversation. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Do you like 
do you like talk about trade <laughs> trade embargoes Federa- and federations yeah then yeah. i got a trilogy for you <laughs> <laughs> So is this the only song that's about Star Wars? That I know of. Okay. Again, because to me, maybe it's just the prog nature of the song. It seems like the whole, like... Like the whole if you album. told me there was a whole album like this of music based on Star Wars, right, I'd be like, okay, yep, I you, get it. You have to listen to the bridge. Okay. You have to focus on the bridge. And then when you know, when you know, because it's about Star Wars, when mm-hmm. you hear it, mm-hmm. tell me. Which, by the way, I hate this part. Because it gets quieter and like like too quiet. Okay. I could be wrong. Where it is. Is it that? Except it's not right. Yeah. yeah, it's there. I mean, it's not like we're going to rip it off directly, no, but we're going to give an yeah, yeah, homage yeah. to the Imperial March. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's there. but I definitely did not pick that up the first time. I didn't but, either until yeah. like the, like just recently when I was like prepping myself for this. Like, yeah. I have no idea what this is about. And then like, that sounds like Star Wars. And then looking at it, I was like, oh my God, yeah, it's totally yeah. about Well, Star as soon Wars. as I saw Starkiller, I was like, at least there's an allusion to it if it's not specifically yeah. about... But mm-hmm. yeah. but it's totally about like Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So that is about episode six. Mm-hmm. Decades of unchallenged. Uh, domination never thought you'd have the guts to walk away go run with your new boy you were nothing but a toy just another weak mind to manipulate nice which is totally like yeah go off with your son mm-hmm. and then jj abrams will <laughs> you're mess, so are you mad up. about that episode nine come on man yeah okay i'm just here's the thing i'm really annoyed did about. you like seven uh yeah i did, did like, like seven. eight i do i do like eight okay but here's here's my real beef is is with the people in charge of that. Yeah. Is that they clearly did not sit down and go, here's what's happening over seven, eight, nine. Oh yeah, totally. They just like, were like, oh, here JJ, make this movie. Here, Ryan, make this movie. And then it was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow who got fired, and then JJ Abrams had to come why? back. Yeah, because he uh Didn't he do something stupid? I don't that I, that I'm I'm not sure about. I think it was more that he he made a movie that was like real bad and then was like belligerent about it or something. That's what my recollection mm-hmm. recollection of it. But I don't remember now. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, that's my big beef with it. Like, I don't love episode nine, most of it, but 
Anyway. I don't think that it has anything. Um, it's not like part of a grander thing. The album, because because like the rest the, of the, album, the, yeah. the previous song is called Gypsy, uh, Funkle Phil, mm-hmm. uh, Necromancing Dancing. Like none of these seem like. Yeah. She wrecks. I mean, maybe. Who um, knows? Sickness for nothing. Uh, the one thing I saw. They are listed as an adventure rock band. <laughs> adventure rock. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Also, question for you. Mm-hmm. Ha- so I just like pulled up their band camp to see like what else there is. Mm-hmm. They have a single. Big Town Banky. Big Town Banky yeah. Blaine's Rockabilly Barbecue. You, have you played this for me before? I've played it for you. Okay. It's good. Because really I was like, good. that's so specific that like there's no way I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> You're like, I've heard but that But that, if before. I recall too, was very... Uh, like weird off the wall storytelling kind of right like concepty oh yeah yeah it tells a story okay. i think they are very like theatrical yeah. and like we're gonna tell a story so they're in this to to just boil it down to a very specific like they're prog rock basically yes yeah but i don't know if it's a three-piece or a four-piece or the, all the pictures i saw is three people yeah um and i don't know who sings yeah uh i just had a the boy. guy without a beard <laughs> come on face id there we go um Go back real quick. Let me pull this up. I'm intrigued to listen to more of them though. Oh, um, good. Ryan Abel on guitar and vocals, Andrew Heath on bass and bad vocals, <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Buttons. That's with a Y and Mike and a capital Z and Buttons on drums. So cool. Yeah, Bear Ghost. I'm into it. They also have a. Is this a single or an album? Uh oh, they do a. Stop eating on the microphone. Someone's going to like reach through the mic and punch you. <laughs> so they have a Christmas thing. It's like two two tracks. Yeah, sh- Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. And also Zat You Santa Claus. I don't know what that song is. Zat You Santa Claus. I don't like that song. But anyway, cool. Bear Ghost. Take a Bear break Ghost. while Bo eats off mic. On mic. We'll be back. <laughs> we just had a very long conversation about a lot of random things. Texas Walker Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> Texas Walker Ranger. Texas Walker Ranger. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you were going to say how sticks and stones yeah. uh, break bones. So th- words will always hurt your feelings sure. because you're emo. No, it's not an emo <laughs> song at all. Uh, no, it's not. No. So this, uh, my my tune is called Sticks and Stones vikings kaleidoscope who is a band i have been aware of but i don't think i've ever really listened to them or i've maybe listened like a song or two Mm -hmm. so they're a christian band and they were on tooth and nail i think for just their first album in 2014 or so so that's probably like where i became aware of them um but the reason i know this song and pick this song was because i've started listening to a podcast called the rise and fall of mars hill 
which is all about this like um, church that was out in the Seattle, like basically the upper Northwest, but it, or Pacific Northwest, but it was started in Seattle. Um, and they became sort of like a like a mini mega church kind of thing. And what's it called? What's not the podcast, but the church? It was called Mars Hill. And uh, it became kind of infamous because of their leader, Mark Driscoll, who basically was just like crazy and a jerk and all this stuff. And um, yeah, it, it's it's a really fascinating story. And I've heard mention of it from different bands, especially Tooth and Nail Records bands, because Tooth and Nail is from Seattle and like a lot of those bands, you know, being a Christian label and stuff. And like a lot of those bands wanted to attend a church that was like a little different. And so Mars Hill like attracted, I think like a lot of those people and different stuff. And so anyway, this song or portions of this song are used as the theme song for the show and, or the podcast. And in, in there, they also insert audio clips, which is kind of cool. So like the beginning, you'll hear some, like, it's just this like piano thing and there's like a couple measures of like nothing before the vocals come in or in between the vocals and they insert stuff. So, but one of the things I thought was interesting when I first listened was the way that it changes and that there's like a second singer and all this stuff that I just didn't know. Cause I've only heard, you know, the 45 seconds or whatever that they use. Okay. So, but I was, in, I liked it enough to go check it out. I still <clears throat> dig it, but so you, you just doing some Googling. I, I did some Googling because yeah. I'm like, wait, that sounds familiar. Gave it a Goog. So, uh, Dustin Kensrew, mm-hmm. he was in, he was part of that church. Oh, for sure. That makes total sense. He was the, I, I believe he was like the, the, the worship leader or something okay. like that. And they also, they, they like, spawn like they, there's other it's not just like one church in one location yeah it like branched out and they had locations all over the place and stuff and then i it just i think that also like collapsed well maybe how how long ago did it 2016 2015 okay, something like that maybe it's not the same thing then because there's a there's another one of those mega church idea things uh-huh. in uh new mexico where andy offling our, our theme for the past two yeah, weeks um he used to go there okay and then he was starting to call out their bullshit yeah especially during covid times where they're like yeah they they're like f- no masks oh, no yeah. full full like you know in november december when uh-huh. like giant spikes yeah and they're just like oh you know can't can't keep god out yeah so the the big the big thing about mars hill so the this guy mark driscoll who was one of the founders and then like essentially became like the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, uh, there was like a thing at one point he was called like the cussing pastor or whatever. And the, the guy who's doing, who's like the narrator and whatever, and like lead reporter for the podcast, he was like, to be fair, I've listened to like thousands of hours of this guy. Now he didn't really swear that much, okay. especially like not on the pulpit. Like just cause he did it once or twice. Yeah. Like and, that's and, the thing that, and that's the out. thing too, is that like, he there was like the one the one especially he like profusely apologized for or whatever mm-hmm. but that's not to say he didn't talk about like kind of graphic sexual stuff and like some different things and like and things from the pulpit and he would yell and scream and do all this stuff and and the thing you usually hear about like churches of this kind is that like they're like totally against the mainstream and whatever and they kind of were but in a slightly twisted way in the way that like Seattle and Portland and all those, they're like super progressive cities Mm -hmm. and stuff and like totally against the mainstream. So his kind of thing was like, we're going to be like a pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So they, they kind of had like conservative theology, Mm -hmm. which was 
anti like these progressive towns. So like he was all about like they just the one episode I listened to was all about like the way they treated women and it was bad and they basically were like women you're only there to be your your husband's wife and to mm-hmm. serve him sexually in every other way and just drop out of school and quit your job and just raise babies and all this different stuff like mm-hmm. super yeah conservative and and old school and wrong and whatever but that was his whole thing it was like we're going to have all these traditional families and all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's how we're going to be you know anti everybody else and stuff so but this song there's actually a really good article about this song um which talks about like how it's like sticking it to today's church you know okay so anyway we can get into the tune what's the time signature did i pledge my four two three four five six one two i'm i think it's four and six i did i did i think it's four and and six with that as your beat One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six. One. Oh, maybe, yeah. One, two, or fours and twos. Three, yeah, different four, ways. Five, six, one. Oh, okay. I didn't pay that close attention. Right. It, it makes sense, me, though, because again... It bugged me at the beginning, but mm-hmm. then, it, then it evolves into 4-4. Yeah. Four, four. But again, like, I'm used to listening to it with, like, audio inserted like vote like clips of people talking like welcome to blah 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 blah. no it's more like okay. like interview clips and like oh, okay. or clips of him like is this the, is this screaming the and yelling of the thing yeah okay. i said that <laughs> I, I i was drunk yeah not really. the whole thing though they just use like parts of it i got you So I don't know a ton about this band because it's basically like I just know this one song. Yeah. But it it kind of has like hip hop influences, rock influences, pop and stuff. And yeah. Do they have horns as like normal? I don't know. When I again, I did like cursory looking. There's a lot of of members, obviously. Yeah. Horns. (laughs) Well, I think so. But also, there's like a lot of members that like aren't in anymore. Like. Like the main picture of them, there shows like six people. I count eight in current members. Okay. Two bass guitar. I like. Can you pause for a second? So like when I first yeah. listened to it, I was like, oh, there's a female singer. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't. I would didn't know that. There um, was. Yeah. Uh, although she is listed as Lin- well. So okay. So if you look at the members and past members, mm-hmm. Lindsay Gardner. Lindsay Gardner. Yeah, as past member or whatever. Or, but or like Julian Smith. Yeah, but this is Lindsay Gardner. Okay. Um. Who Chad Gardner is the main guy and I think the lead singer and stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Is that his sister? Is that his wife? Ex wife? You know what I mean? Good I don't. Question. I don't know the relationship. Um, but I like the in their Wikipedia. It's like their music features an eclectic range of electronic, woodwind, string, and brass instruments with a musical style style described as indie rock meets hip hop production with a sprinkle of Disney. <laughs> because that means it's like we're good for everybody. Yeah, pretty much. We're, we're rated G. Yeah. Um. Oh, interesting. Here we go. Yeah. So, based out of Seattle, yeah, King's Kaleidoscope formed in 2010 at Mars Hill at a Mars Hill Church plant, and mm-hmm. plant means just like a separate location, um, at the University of Washington, where Gardner was a worship leader. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. 
I should have read that before. You should have. You should have done some research. Yeah, but in 2013, they also then left that church before they broke up. Oh, and they work with Bad Christian. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah? Yeah. What's Bad Christian? Bad Christian is a label, a podcast, a sort of brand that was um, started by the guys in Emory. Okay. Um, and it sort of, I, to to my knowledge, I listened to some of their podcasts like years ago, but it basically stemmed from you know, these Christian bands or Christian people and all this stuff. We've talked about this before with different bands, but mm-hmm. like the whole thing about like, does smoking a cigarette make you a bad Christian? Does drinking a beer make you a bad Christian? Does having tattoos, does, does saying a bad word, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. premarital sex, like whatever, any, any kinds of things, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. all these things. And like a lot of these bands, the the problem that they dealt with was that they were too Christian for the mainstream and not Christian enough for the Christians. And yeah, you know, so they kind of came up with this whole thing of like, well, I guess we're bad Christians then, you know. Makes sense. So this um <clears throat> this is apparently a mixtape. It is, yeah. I was gonna talk about that, that it's not from an album, it's from a from a mixtape. Yeah, and it reached number four on the US Christian charts mm-hmm. and fourteen on the US indie album ranks. Cool. And a lot of they've they have a lot of live records. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of them. Uh, four of them are independent. Two of them are from Marcel Music, mm-hmm. and one is on Bad Christian. No, yeah. I guess it would be two. What's this BEC? Oh, BEC is a. Um, so I think BEC it's, it's is. A, it says it's an imprint of Tooth and Nail. It is. Well, that's what I was going to say. I couldn't. They used to be like their own thing, and then I think Tooth and Nail bought them, and they're the like. They used to be more like the poppy and sometimes hip hoppy side of the christian thing mm-hmm. like if tooth and nail was like the punk rockers and then solid state was the the hardcore guys and the metal guys and then bec was like the more you know mm-hmm. brandon mainstream company brandon ebel there you go you bet ebel oh so he did start it okay yeah that's what i didn't realize that i thought they were their own thing who's first. brandon ebel he's the founder of tooth and nail records okay so he's like we need to an imprint of yeah he was like we need something to now I really want... There's a podcast about Tooth and Nail, isn't there? There is. It's called Labeled. Yeah. So they used to have their own podcast before <laughs> where they would just like more or less interview bands that they had and then like play new music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now there's one called Labeled, which is actually run by um, uh, one of the guys from Memory. I forget if it's Matt or Toby. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's a whole scene. Yeah, obviously. We've, and we've referenced it before. But. Was Reliant K ever on Tooth and Nail? Reliant K, I believe, was on Tooth and Nail for like a hot second, or they weren't. But <laughs> <laughs> they almost were. I can't remember now. Because they also be are kind of like in that. that oh, yeah. And they world. were one of the ones that like made it big. Maybe they missed the, the Tooth and Nail thing. Maybe they went straight to like a major. I think they also were like, they had their own record label. Yeah. But My, like Juliana Theory started on Tooth and Nail. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only two current members. Everybody else is touring. Yeah. Anyway, we can get back to the song because we took like a major left turn. But Well, just remember, uh, two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Cool. That's a Reliant Kate album. Nice. Yeah, and so this song, like if you look at the lyrics and analyze them a little bit more, like... It is kind of like questioning, questioning church authority, I guess, and like 
in some way. I mean, you know, maybe that's specific or whatever. And just like, what are we doing this for? And are we trying to just like praise the pastor? Is it, is it about, you know, the, the message, the movement, all kinds of stuff. So... Are you intrigued to listen to more of them by this one song? I'm like, yes and no. Because I'm saying the same way. I'm more interested in uh, Tooth and Nail now. Like, I want to know oh, more about them. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, so now we're going to have a, or, or just like the Christian music scene. scene. I got you, man. All on top of it, that was my that was my whole aesthetic for like a long time. Do you? And I still listen to a lot of bands that either were or still on or fit that. Yeah. Do you know a stuff? band called War of Ages? No. Okay. They're they're buddies of ours. Okay. And they are like in the Christian music scene. Okay. Yeah. King, when I was looking up King's Kaleidoscope, there's I think their first album that came out on Tooth and Nail like 2014. I definitely recognize that album cover, so I'm like, oh, I. Either this is weird in the song, and I think this is maybe part of the mixtape thing. Although it's still part of the song. Oh yeah, definitely because they have that hook. Yeah, the the paint the beauty we split. It's probably like the talky part, right? Yeah, like or I should say the preachy part. Yeah. Well, it's more gospely almost. There you go. Yeah. When I say preachy, I mean like this is this yeah, yeah, is the yeah. real message. Yeah, sure. Like the other stuff was just like sugarcoating it. This is the mm-hmm. the real uh, meat and potatoes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested in checking out more. As I was saying before, like I, I definitely recognize that one album cover. So I'm like, maybe I gave this a listen at one point, or just was, was that like, a becoming who we are? Maybe. Or just it was a bunch just, of flowers and yeah. And or I was just aware of it because I I follow you know whatever. I don't listen to everything that Tooth and Nail puts out, but whenever I see a new band or a new thing, I'm like. I will give a listen because I I don't know what the word like I respect I guess like their taste mm-hmm. in signing bands you know but I don't obviously like listen to everything okay I'm looking at this and now it's like the composition reviewers acknowledge the album's musical ec- eclecticism from auto tune usage to ska like horn section <laughs> I'm like okay just because you have horns doesn't make it ska but right. okay yeah no I'm I'm interested in this band also because they. Like on that record, uh-huh. that first one that you're talking about, oh, yeah. which came out in 2014, yeah. the writers, one is St. Francis of Assisi, Assisi, which I'm like... So they, they use lyrics that are based on like things that he wrote and preached probably. Okay. I assume. But like, like the whole writing credit went to them. Oh, okay. And it was called All Creatures, which it makes me want to like, is it just... Oh my God, there's a, there's a song written by Dustin Kensrew on here. There you go. Man, they're just like, will you write a song for us? But I mean, maybe they were buds if he was part of that church. Oh, probably. Like, he, yeah. I think he was the music director. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was in that. He may have been even like the second, and then he yeah. left probably because he's like these people. Uh, yeah. So, the, like, I'm into it, but I, not that much. And maybe because my phone listens to me and whatever, but I, I just randomly saw the like cover art or whatever of that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, on Spotify, actually, when I was like scrolling through stuff, because sometimes, occasionally, I'll listen to podcasts on Spotify. I usually listen to them on my podcast app, but sometimes that's not working for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so I'll like go on there, and anyway, it just happened to be on there, and I was like, oh, that's cool that there's like a, a like a 
not quite an oral history, but it's like a reported podcast. So it's put out by a, an organization called Christianity Today, which I think it was a magazine or is a magazine. It's probably mm-hmm. now more of a website, just a media company, basically. So they're like, it's essentially like they're doing reporting on this thing and interviews gotcha. and clips and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I've been aware of that for a while and like never really known the story, just knew that it was this like pretty influential church in in the scene you mm-hmm. know in a way and then had a pretty disastrous fall so yeah so that's cool. all but yeah it's a pretty it's, I, I like the tune it's got a good vibe to it and stuff it's a good driving song for sure and yeah I'd like yeah to, i was driving i'd like to check out first. check out more of of their stuff just to see like how much different it is and you know what else they do so cool, cool. we're gonna say goodbye yeah. And if you want to talk to us about this or any other <laughs> any other thing, you can uh, come to our Discord. Yeah. And uh, remember to follow us on social media. At Two Tunes Podcast on yeah, Instagram. You could, you could join our uh, Facebook group. Facebook group. Which is just look up Two Tunes Podcast. Yep. You could um, subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, that'd be instead great. Instead of just like waiting for me to text you. <laughs> um just hit subscribe and it'll download to your phone yeah. automatically. Whichever podcast you uh, listen to, of course, you probably found this somehow. Yeah. But uh, share on social media. Share, like, too. subscribe, smash that yeah. like button. Just even like throwing a share up on your Instagram story or whatever is cool. That's super Review. helpful. We want to get over a hundred listens a week. Yeah. Right now we're getting like twenty. Yeah. And any artists that we've talked about, if you actually listen to stuff, we appreciate it. It's cool. Some of us, some of them have recently have given us some likes and shares and stuff on instagram which yeah. is cool when you mention them yeah sometimes they'll like you sometimes or sometimes it'll still say sent like 15 <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> or they'll like the thing that me and brandon here post on our own instagrams <laughs> not mine because mine's private but yours especially because oh. yours is public but you should yeah anyways i'm not making mine public i didn't but, think you should but whatever. yeah i've i've i'm an early adopter to, to instagram been on it since the beginning i, really I have like, I've well i've been on, on it for, since i got an iphone like nine okay. years ago, so I got the iPhone 3G was my first iPhone. Mm, maybe same. It was, it was the the oval back. Oh. It came in black or white, and that was it. Mine was not oval back. Mine was. The, mine I was think it only had a glass though, or a, a, a just. Okay, guess. doesn't matter. Well, this anyway. is an iPhone <laughs> podcast. We'll see you next week. Cool. Bye. Bye.